You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey B, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it's Chris Meany. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. We are here rocking and rolling, talking DFS, talking wagering. It's hopefully a very relaxing morning for many of you. A lot of people off from work today, everyone being casual, and that's a perfect time to play a little DFS. Now, Chris Meany, I know. You have uh, another day in Canada. It's Is it Victoria Day? Is that the day you guys kind of celebrate military service and whatnot? Well, Victoria, yeah, Victoria Day was was last week. It's a little bit of that, but it's that's more so for the holiday. We have a, a civic holiday up here it's, that's coming up pretty shortly. We'll, we'll give some, uh, some love, of course, to the military crew. So, yeah, happy Memorial Day for, to everybody out there and big day of baseball. It is a huge day of baseball and a lot of day games for sure. But before we... Look on to today's action on Monday. It's always good to look back at the weekend. And Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure on Friday, the streak is still alive. We went double dong with the calls for home runs. Eddie Rosario was your call. He went yard. Pete Alonzo was my call. He went yard. I think people were pretty pleased going into the weekend. That's for sure. Yeah, they were, you know, everyone's rubbing the crystal ball, making some jokes. It's, <laughs> it, it is funny. It's, we've been on a heck of a run. Obviously, we want to keep that up. We're going to have some days. It's like a 75, happen, 80% thing yeah, right now. It's, it, it's it, getting out of control. It's kind of nuts. Like, it's it, kind of like, I don't know, we should really go to Vegas or something. Yeah, we really should. And, you know, the bets have been great. We've been talking about hammering, you know, good teams on the road, like the Dodgers all weekend had a, had a great showing in Pittsburgh. Obviously, Minnesota continues to just dominate, you know, mediocre pitching. Those are two teams that have worked out for us I, you know i was looking closely i tweeted it last night of the diamondbacks like just because they're playing in san fran in the spacious ballpark i never like they weren't getting any respect from vegas they had team implied totals of three and a half they scored nearly 35 runs over the weekend so um it's been it was it's been a good weekend man it really has and hopefully we can continue to roll it out today all right so let's take a look at yesterday's action before we go ahead forward uh kevin biggio got called up a couple call-ups actually uh, mitch keller got is getting called up this week kevin biggio josh naylor and uh, Kevin Crone, all those guys came up and played a little bit this weekend. Bijo at his first home run. Justin Smoke actually went yard uh, twice in this one as well. So uh, that was a pounding that the Blue Jays lineup put on the Padres. So that's good to see that lineup waking up a little bit. Uh, then, of course, uh, as you continue on, Zach Wheeler got a win against the Detroit Tigers, something Noah Syndergaard couldn't do, no. which really irritated me. I mean, he gave up four runs in that first inning on Friday night, and he was a guy that we had discussed as, you know, certainly not – not your oh my god let's all get on this train but he was definitely an option and let me tell you man he is frustrating right now I don't know what to do about that guy yeah I don't know what to do either and, and a lot of his numbers are you know career worse for him in terms of like contact and fly ball rates and hard hit rates it, it is very discouraging and you know what some of the top pitchers we've we've been talking about like him and Cole they, they seem to let us down I mean we, we talked about Robbie Ray on Friday being good you were all over Woodruff yesterday Tyler Skaggs a lefty against the Rangers that continues to be an issue for Texas moving forward keep an eye on that every time they face a left-handed pitcher and they can't seem to get any any action with their bats so uh, yeah Syndergaard I mean you've you watch him more than me and you've watched him more than me over the past few years but every time I see down him, the middle I don't yeah. no matter what you do it's just a, it's a I see that too 
Uh, and I don't know how they're going to break that cycle, but they've got to figure something out because the guy's super talented. I do think he's going to figure it out eventually, but it's been very frustrating. You mentioned Woodruff. He's been the opposite of frustrating. Oh, goodness. Ten strikeouts over the weekend. Just a, another brilliant outing from him. The guy has been on fire. He's been one of our favorite uh, guys here, especially tournament arms on the show. And if you had him in your lineup, you did really, really well again. So uh, much Mike, value from him yesterday. Uh, Joe. So much. super cheap. Yeah. So much. Uh, Trout went yard yesterday, too. Uh, Kettle Marte hit his 12th also. Nolan Arenado went yard. Uh, basically, look, it's, it's all the guys that you should be carrying your teams right now are the ones that are doing that. Gleber Torres continues to be absolutely on fire, by the way. He went up to his 13th home run of the year, too. So that guy just does not quit. But I'll tell you what, my big takeaway from yesterday – uh, was two things. Eduardo Rodriguez beating Verlander, mm-hmm. which we were kind of fading Verlander on that slate. And it was good to see Eduardo Rodriguez have a good start. That was much, much needed for him. Uh, uh, I know Springer was out of the lineup. I know Altuve's out of the lineup. Still a positive outing from Eduardo Rodriguez. That's something we want because he's one of those mid-range big strikeout guys. And those are guys that really can bring you big-time DFS money when you, when you know how to play them properly. Uh, and the other thing I'd take away is the Nationals offense scoring nine runs yesterday. I think they're starting to chip away and break out. I think that's a, that's a big thing. And doing it without just hitting home runs, like just scoring runs. Yeah, that's a huge positive for that team. And, and we've been talking about Rodriguez all year being the ultimate tournament pitcher. And there's this proof yesterday, again, that that's exactly what he is. When you go look at the game log and you see these outings, I mean, you see beautiful ones against Detroit and the White Sox, and you're like, okay, yeah, he took, a, he took advantage of those. And then he gets up into a tougher one against Colorado. He gets the 10 strikeouts. He gives up five, follows it up against the Jays, gives up six. And you're like, ah, I can't play him. I, I want nothing to do with him. And then he goes into Houston. And he pitches a gem, right? I mean, he really give yeah. up support. Against Verlander. Yeah, and against Verlander. So, again, he is, he is the definition of a tournament pitcher, a mid-tier guy with strike-up upside, like you said, and can take advantage of good matchups, soft ones. He's hard to trust in cast, but these are the guys that help you win those tournaments. You know? All right. Well, it's Memorial Day. It's Monday. It's a new day. Yes, it is. And it's time to look at the slate. And obviously, because of the holiday, there's a ton of day games, which is great. Nothing like day baseball on a holiday in the States. It's fantastic. I'm a big fan of it. Got a bunch of 1 o'clock games. You do have a couple games in the evening as well. We'll get to those a little later on. There's, uh, let's see, it was like there's half a dozen or so. Actually, no, not even. There's only four in the evening slate tonight. So let's start off. And look, it's going to be chalky. I don't care. He's 11.1 on DK. It's Max Scherzer. Cash games against Jose Urena. And the Miami Marlins. I love this one, Chris. I'm all about Scherzer today. I'm all about that Nats lineup. I'm all about stacking them. And in the single pitcher situation, too, over on the FanDuel side, he's 11.1, same price because, as we all know, FanDuel gets drunk and just copies DraftKings prices. Uh, it's like it's like they didn't even study for the test, Chris. No, I, like I know. Yeah, they're they're copying. They're, they're completely cheating. But there are some opportunities here. Robles is 4-4. Um, you've got, I mean, Rendon's super expensive, but Adam Eaton, 4.1, Trey Turner, 4.8. You can get some pieces of this lineup today uh, as well on the FanDuel side and just stack Nats. I know it's chalk. I don't care. I think it's a smart play today. I think it's safe. I think if you're off today and you don't usually play DFS and you're listening to the show, it's very difficult not to throw five, ten bucks into something in a cash game kind of thing and, and double up your money. Yeah, the the five point t five point t the five point two team implied total for the Nationals is the second highest on the board, and it, for the early games, anyways. So you're right. I mean, the offense woke up Sunday. I think it's a good opportunity. You look at your arena, eighty two percent contact rate is a top twelve mark. Forty two percent hard hit rate is a top ten mark. So the, I mean, the matchup is there for them. 
this may be an opportunity to to jump on some guys who have struggled this year. Maybe Brian Dozier. I know he's not great. It seems to be a strikeout or home run, but he's three five on DK. He's two five on Fanduel. That will allow you maybe to maybe you go him and Robles, and then you start up the top of the lineup with Turner, Rendon. You get Soto. I think if you're stacking, you you definitely want to have Rendon and Soto and Turner in there. So there's some value bats you can sneak in, but this is a probably good opportunity to get on Washington. And there's some guys too on the Fanduel side, the young kids still who are playing. Super cheap. We're going to get to them in a little bit, but let's keep moving on uh, to the next contest here because you got Detroit going into Baltimore. Now, Detroit scored some runs against the Mets, so all of a sudden that offense could be waking up a little bit. Nick Castellanos especially. He's just 4.0 in this one, so keep an eye on him. Uh, but look, it's it's a good ballpark factor for Detroit coming in there. I don't know how interested I am on anything in the Baltimore side, even though it's Daniel Norris, maybe Trey Mancini, but he's super expensive on DK. He's 5000 I, I mean, there's just no discount there. I, I, don't, I don't get, like, if Trey Mancini was four grand, I'd be all over the ownership. But, man, 5000 when that's basically the same price as a Juan Soto or somebody like that, I can't get behind it. No, I hear you. you, you I'd rather have the, the guy with more pedigree and absolutely the, the higher ceiling, the more upside. The one guy that I was interested in here is Hanser Alberto. He was, you know, he's leading off and he's been a value. He's been a really good value for a few days now, but now he's jumped up to 4-1 on DK. Again, if you're playing on Fanduel, he's only 2-9. He leads this team with a, a 4.22 average. He's got two two home runs. He's got a 430 Woba against left-handed pitching. So he's interesting atop the board if you're looking for a punt play on, on uh, Fanduel. All right, let's move on here. You got uh, San Diego Padres going into New York. So this uh, little swing for them here. They uh, I think Paddock got bumped too because of a stiff neck, so he didn't pitch over the weekend. I wonder, so. Joe, if they're just really kind of being cautious with Paddock. May, well, I mean, he's been super like, efficient. It's not like he's throwing 120 pitches. No. You know, but he's going to the six, seven innings pitching, eight, throwing 85 pitches. I mean, it's pretty impressive. I think his last few outings, though, he's he hasn't gone on regular rest. It's been like, oh, we'll push him back a day here or, or whatnot. I, I don't know. Keep an eye on that. Hopefully he's not, you know, seriously hurt because he's just been so fun to watch. Well, if this is one of those just pushback random things, I mean, you got Matt Strom, the lefty, uh, going into New York. I prefer the New York side of this one personally. Give me uh, Gleber Torres at 4-6 on FanDuel. Uh, give me Aaron Hicks in the three spot here, uh, 4.1. I really like those two guys today. Uh, Sanchez, too expensive for me. Uh, I just can't get behind that one personally. But yeah. uh, looking on the DraftKings side, same thing. Aaron Hicks, 4.1. Uh, Gleber Torres, 4-6. So, you know, there's there's definitely some opportunity there with those guys. I'm still out on Luke Voigt at 5-2. I don't, I don't, I, I have nothing but respect for Luke Voigt, but I feel like the price has just been way too high for too they're long for him. him. They're giving him too much respect. They way really are. For, for how cons- inconsistent he's been, yeah, way too much respect. But, yeah, you look over on the FanDuel side and you see Hicks at 3-6 and you see Torres at 3-6. I mean, it's absolutely steals. Even LeMahieu at the top 3-7, he leads this team with a 4-0-6 average against left-handed pitching this year. And Strom has been good. You look at the game log, he's not allowing a lot of runs. He doesn't walk anybody. He's also not striking out a lot of guys either. But then you see the ERA, 3-0-6. You see the XFIP around five you see the high strand rate and then you look at some of his marks like a 45 percent hard hit rate and a 43 percent fly ball rate those are those are red flags and those Mm -hmm. are numbers that you know help a pitcher out at petco those are numbers that get you in trouble when you go pitch and you know yankee stadium so don't be surprised if you see some bombs today and i think you should jump on torres and jump on hicks on Fanduel. Yeah, on FanDuel, Torres is 3.6. Let me make a correction, too, because I had something else up uh, incorrectly. Aaron Hicks, 3.6. Cleaver Torres, 3.6 on FanDuel. And Scherzer was not copied. My apologies. It was worth the joke anyway. But Scherzer's 11.8, not 11.1. So I have the tabs up wrong. I apologize. 
uh, pretty similar. Well, yeah, I mean, pretty similar, but you know, it's always going to be high. But I mean, we've had this thing where lately they've been almost exact, which yeah, is kind of hilarious. It's really to me. strange. Yeah, I don't know why. But uh, you've got double header for the Reds today. Luis Castillo, nine point six, not great in his last outing. He's taking on Nick Kingham now. Um, Look, when you're looking at bounce backs, I think this is certainly an opportunity here. He's 9.6 on FanDuel compared to uh, how expensive Scherzer is if you want to fade the board. But on DraftKings, he's 10.7. So he is not much of a fade at all. So I can understand fading him on the FanDuel side, but I can't understand fading him on the DK side. I'd rather still take Scherzer. How about you, Chris? Yeah, I'd rather Scherzer as well, but this is the pitcher I'll pivot off of in case. And if you've seen anything and you've been playing DFS this year, sometimes, actually a lot of the times I've, I've found, and you, we've talked about this, this high-priced pitcher has, has failed us. So, like, don't have full 100% exposure to Scherzer. Drop down and, and just, you know, sprinkle a little Louis Castillo in your lineup because this is a really good matchup. The Reds had a great weekend, Joe. We've been they waiting did. for them to come around. 42 hits in their three-game series against the Cubs. Guys like Joey Votto, it, it was led by the stars Suarez has been good all year yeah we, we came back a couple home runs and for Joey Votto like where have you been he's hitting 232 on the season we had a two-hit game on Friday a three-hit game on Saturday and a two-hit game on Sunday well he was four, the guy I was going to highlight Chris because yeah. you're looking at his pricing too on FanDuel 2.9 let's jump all over that Yasiel Puig three Derek yes. Dietrich 2.7 so the Reds lineup right now I mean if you want to go Scherzer and Reds lineup and kind of hedge your bets that way that's yes. fine too I got no issue with that whatsoever um if you want yeah, give me all the Reds as well. Joey Votto, 3-7. Uh, Suarez all the way up to 5 on fan, on DK. Yasu Puig, 4.3. So, obviously, you got to pay more for those guys, a little higher quotient. But Puig is still relatively a uh, decent spot there. So is Votto, 3.7 for Votto. I think it, you, it's only a matter of time before Votto hits. I, I know last year was a super incredible, disappointing season. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I just refuse to throw in the towel with him quite yet. If he has another complete down first half, like if he doesn't even have a good June – then I think you could throw the talent and say done. Yes, but I mean, I, it's, agree. I think we're not quite there yet. Uh, Aaron Sanchez and Yanni Torinos are going to be uh, going against each other in uh, Tampa as the Blue Jays go into town there. Uh, look, Kevin Biggio, FanDuel, 2.1. See that? Yeah. Young guys, here we go. And Justin Smoke is on fire right now. I think the Vladimir Guerrero Jr. presence has really helped Smoke. Yeah, I, I, I believe that. I, you and I are, are guys that believe in lineup protection and bringing in somebody in the lineup with, with a significant bat like, like Vlad has. And you've seen it over the past couple of weeks. The slow start is gone. It's forgotten about. Like he, he, he is really crushing the baseball. He's making things happen. And, and you're absolutely right about Smoke. Uh, I know you just touched – you just glossed over him on Friday as heating up. He had a really good weekend. So he did. Good call by you. And, you know, a lot of these – I was looking at Chirinos. He's got a lot of red flags. So he's only had four starts this season, and he's allowed three or fewer in all of them. But really looking into his numbers, he doesn't walk a lot of guys, which is a positive. But he doesn't strike out a lot of guys, and you think this would be a good matchup. You'd think, oh, there's some value with Torinos. Let's jump on him against the Jays. You strike out a lot. But a 24% line drive rate is in the top 10. A 38% fly ball rate is in the top 25. He's allowed nine home runs. He's got an 82% contact rate. So these are not great numbers for Torinos. And much like the Reds, these Jays are affordable. They're cheap. Yeah, absolutely. Vlad is, Vlad is not that expensive, especially on the FanDuel side. I mean, we keep hammering it, but, I mean, 3.1 for Vlad, 3.5 for Smoke. Telez is 3.0. So you can go stack the Blue Jays today against Chirinos, and I think that's perfectly acceptable as well, and that is a very cost of – again, there's a lot of opportunity here yeah. to go up to the top of the board of pitching because the offenses are very reasonable today. The Reds, the Blue Jays, those are two offenses right away you can really get behind. 
All right, a Homer Bailey and Avon Nova in Chicago here, Royals and White Sox. Uh, what's your feeling on this game here? I know Nova and Bailey have been very hittable. Uh, do you want to take the plunge with a guy like Jose Abreu? I feel like, you know, him. Kind That's of this, not a bad call, Jose Abreu. I mean, I feel like Jose Abreu against Homer Bailey in that ballpark is a good one. And I think Aloy's in play too. Another guy, FanDuel, 3.2, Aloy Jimenez, Jeez. where you look at the, the power potential. And if Aloy went yard today, that would not shock me at all against Homer Bailey. I think you can take your, uh, your shot here with a couple of these guys. I know Anderson's been banged up, but, you know, I don't think the White Sox are quite on the run they were to start the season as – we talked about on the show that was going to come to an end, but still, I feel like there's opportunity here with a Brayu and a Menace today. Yeah, I think there is as well, and and those are the two righties that you, that you want for Homer Bailey. I mean, th- that's where the struggles have come from so far. You know, right-handed bats are slashing 316, 383, 453 with a 361 Woba. They got three home runs uh, off them already. So th- this is a good spot and maybe a sneaky one because you look at these two teams and you, uh, you know, that's the feel I think most people get. Oh, the Royals and the White Sox. I'm just going to move on. Well, both teams have, you know, team applied totals that are pushing five. There's going to be probably some runs scored in this ballgame because of these two pitchers. But that's where I'd go. Even – Jimenez is 3-8 on DK. That's a, that's a real good price. That's fine for the upside. I mean, he took Garrett Cole deep, deep to center last week. And on the other side of this one, too, Mondesi and uh, Merrifield have been very high-priced all year. I know. I've Look had at that so, price for Mondesi, 5-7. I know. I've had so little shares of them. However, I feel like there's been a little break in the action because the first time I've seen it, Alberto Mondesi is 3.9 on FanDuel today. Oh, wow. And that is the low. And Whit Merrifield is just 4. Yeah. All that's of a sudden, where you go. Well, and Hunter Dozier's 3-5. So all of a sudden, I don't know what happened with the algorithm, but everything's been brought down a bit, and now they're in a good ballpark. If this was the um, surprise big total of the day, it yeah. would not shock me at all with, the, yeah. with these two offenses. Um, because, like you said, no one's really on it. I think in tournaments this has a lot of appeal today because you're getting a bit of a discount on the FanDuel side that you're not usually getting. Uh, and, and like I said, I've just owned almost no shares of them because you look on DraftKings, there's still no discount. 5-7 for Mondesi. 5-3 for Merrifield, still super expensive. And on FanDuel, those guys are definitely in play today. There's been a little bit of a price break. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's changed over the weekend, but something's new. Something's different there. Cole Hamels and Garrett Cole are going to be facing off. This should be a fun one from a, yeah, really from a pure baseball standpoint. They still have no Springer. He hit the DL. Uh, still no – I guess here's the question. No Springer, no Altuve. Do you think you have oppo love here, a little contrarian love for Cole Hamels, or – we think Garrett Cole just kind of gets back on track at home. It's tough. If you're looking to be contrarian, yeah, it is Cole Hamels. Um, you know, this lineup obviously is not the same without Springer and Altuve. We've been talking about that for for quite a bit, and it looks like Springer's gonna looks like he's gonna miss some time. Unfortunately, you know, coming back and, and suffering another injury. So, I I don't know. I both of these guys have some red flags. They really have been hit hard. They've been giving up some home runs. I, I do lean a little bit of Cole Hamels. Like, I was looking at just team implied totals and where I can jump. But I, I usually try to just a good team against a strong pitcher. Sometimes we can get, you know, some value there. And that's what I'm seeing with the Cubs. Like, their team implied totals three. I think they can score three runs today against Garrett Cole. So, that kind of makes me just shy away from Cole altogether. I don't know. To be honest, Joe, I don't think I'll have a lot of shares from either team. I think I'll just sit back and I'll watch this game and these two yeah. pitchers go head-to-head. I think uh, that's where I'm at, too. I think I'm running the other yeah. way. I think at the bottom of this lineup right now after Correa, guys like Guriel, Tony Kemp, Robinson Chirinos, Tyler White. Yeah. You know, Rusnik's had some moments, but still, I just – I don't know, man. All of a sudden, you lose a couple guys from that lineup, and it is not – No, it's, it's not. not. What you think it is. And, and uh, Diaz, 
uh, went out too. So he's dealing with a hamstring issue, I believe. So I mean, he's been red hot, but all of a sudden he's out of the out of commission as well. So look, I, I, as far and as that's I'm why Eduardo had such a good day yesterday. Yeah, well, and and that's why I think there's there's opportunity with Hamels if you're feeling strong, if you're doing multi entry tournament. I think you yeah. can understand it. He's not that cheap. He's nine point two on the DraftKings side, so not real cheap there. Eight point one on Fanduel, but. Well, there's two contrarian plays. You either go Cole Hamels or you really risk the dice and you go Zach Granke in Colorado. Like, those are the two. And it's like, what do you want to do? You I think I'd take my chance with Hamels with that weak yes. lineup right now. I, I really agree. would. I and Hamel, and Cole has been very – he's not been bad, but he's been no. inconsistent sometimes. The strikeouts are always there, which you love, but the inconsistency sometimes in terms of, you know, with base runners and things like that, it's, it's not been – as as dominant as he was last year i was no, really looking into the astros yeah uh, just great team against lefties and just really looking into which guys have had success this season against lefties and it's springer and altuve like those are the two right. off the board and then there's a pretty big gap it's like josh reddick is in there 438 average against lefties marisnik like you said he's been pretty good 414 average against lefties but i mean those are the top two guys that have been well, if Cole Hamels can just maneuver his way through Bregman, Brantley and Correa. Yeah. Then he's on his way. He's on his way for sure. So Granky in Colorado. I don't know. I don't think I've got the guts no, to do it's, this one. It's, I don't either. Personally, I'll take the Hamels of, of those two guys. Uh, but you got to hope there. I mean, Christian Walker has not hit. So if he is in or out of the lineup today, we know that uh crone came out. I'll tell you what, we got to keep an eye out for crone. If he's in a lineup in Colorado, because I want all the pieces of that that I can yeah. get. Cause that kid's got some real power. Uh, basically, look in the rest of this one too. You know, it's it's tough. You know, Kendall Marte, five point two, super expensive there. I, I like him there, but is very on the expensive side. He's four point four on the DraftKings on the FanDuel side of things. FanDuel, you're getting a little bit of a discount on those guys, Arizona at least in terms of the Colorado guys too. You know, three seven for David Dahl, three six for Daniel Murphy. You know, you're getting a little bit of a, a discount because of Granky. But it's still in Colorado. I think I would take that on the Colorado side and try to go against Cranky today. Yeah, and I agree. And that's what I was I was throwing him out there as just the ultimate contrarian. But he's had some career, you know, highs and just bad ways, like 80% contact rate, 23% line drive rate. He's already allowed nine home runs. So as good as he's been in some matchups, taking advantage of some soft ones. He's played the Padres a couple times. I I would just jump all over Dahl and Murphy at, at those prices at 3-6. You know – Murphy's starting to come around a little bit. He's got three multi-hit games in the past week. That's that's positive signs for him from somebody who really wasn't even getting in the lineup at one point, Joe. So I think he can jump on those guys. And, you know, if you're a betting man and you're looking at some props, some single props, Arizona, again, not getting a whole lot of respect. The team applied total for them is four. They're going to get four runs against John Gray today. And yeah, I, oh, I definitely. I really do feel like in Colorado, whether it's Gray or the bullpen a little bit later on, you know, Wade Davis is hurt now. I, I think they'll be able to hit that if you're looking for just, you know, a single prop bet. I think there's going to be some offense in this next one, too. It's Boston and Cleveland. It's in Fenway Park. Rick Porcello, Jeffrey Rodriguez. I'm looking for some offense here. Very much on the Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez grouping. Uh, if you want to go to the other grouping of Xander Bogarts, Devers Chavis, too, I think you can get involved there. Uh, I, don't, I don't love the Cleveland lineup, but I think they're going to score some offense. I mean, I just, you know, Lindor is just 3.5 on FanDuel right now. So you're getting a massive discount. Things are really, really loose on FanDuel offensively. DraftKings, not the case. He's 4.8. You still got to pay for him. Uh, Ramirez is 3.7, so he's slightly discounted there. Uh, no discount at all on the big boys on the DraftKings side of this. JD, Mookie, all 5.3, 5.6. But Xander, too, 5.2, 5.3, 5.6. Five, 
5-3. So on the FanDuel side, I think you can get involved in this one with Boston. But on DraftKings, I think it's infinitely tougher, especially with Scherzer on the board today. It is. And we, I know we sound like a broken record, guys, but invest on FanDuel. Like, honestly, it's just – it's worked out for us. There's just so much value over there. Like, Devers 3-9, Chavis 3-8. I know Benetini has really struggled, and he's really – he's lost his leadoff spot. Well, it's just a know. looser offensive site right now. It's just completely loose. It is, yeah. Now is the time to get on guys like Ben Attendi. He's 3-6. I know he's – looking at his numbers, he's a ground ball guy, but he, he still is a good hitter in a good lineup. And if he does move from 1 to 6, for example, or or whatever, if they just move up, you know, guys up there – I mean, Chavis was leading off last week. So if, if they swap, I mean, it's it's not – there's an opportunity at least for some guys to get on base right. some RBI opportunities for him to get going. And, and maybe just that little switch will be good for him because he is a really good hitter. who's just kind of struggled this year. So in tournaments, get on these guys. that are. All sneaky. right. My sneaky stack of the day. You ready? It's yeah. Oakland. It's <laughs> Oakland. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And Real on DK against Cahill. I mean, sneak against Cahill, but also look at this pricing. Matt Olson still it just doesn't four. Make sense. Matt Chapman is 3-9. Marcus Simeon, 3-7. That's not a 1-2-3 in that order against Cahill. I will take it every day of the week and twice today on a holiday. Yeah, and I'm, on the FanDuel side, 3.6 for Simeon, 4.1 for Chapman. Okay, got to pay there, but just 3.2 for Olsen. I don't I understand mean, it. What? What's going on? Yeah, I don't. We even right away we mentioned it last week against Cleveland. They were underdogs in those three games. They won them all. They had success this week against Seattle. The bats are absolutely on fire. Bringing a guy, and you want to talk about protection? We put Matt Olson back in that lineup. Chris Davis is not even there, and they're still hitting. Like Chapman has been great. Piscotty's been really good, and Cahill is just yeah. He's he's got a forty five percent hard hit rate. He's got a thirty eight percent fly ball rate. He's allowed, what, 14 home runs, the most in baseball last time I checked. So, I mean, he's just – he's a gas can. Let's get yeah. these Oakland A's in your lineup. And another stack that's a little bit more pricier than the Reds and Jays, but affordable. You can make it work. Even Profire is starting to heat up in that lineup. I'm all about the A's today. I'm telling you right now, that is the one for me. Now, those are the day games. We have the evening slate, which is four games. It's Pittsburgh with the second uh, – end of that double header against the Reds. So that's Mitch Keller making his debut against Sonny Gray. And you got Gio Gonzalez against Michael Pineda. This one's in Minnesota, Milwaukee there. Uh, Jacob DeGrom taking on Clayton Kershaw. That's going to be a fun one just from a baseball standpoint. Then you got Lance Lynn off a great outing going against Seattle in Seattle. Uh, and that's Tommy Malone on the mound for this one. Now, I prefer to just kind of stay away from this four-game slate personally. Yeah. If I was going to play it and attack it, this would be my personal get here. I really like Mitch Keller as a young pitcher. I wouldn't go there. I'd be looking at Sonny Gray and Lance Lynn. I'd be fading the two pitchers, the big-time guys going against each other. I would try the, the tournament route with those two guys and see if I can make some hay. Otherwise, if you're going cash game, I think I would just go Kershaw against this Met lineup that, look, Conforto just came back. No Cano, no McNeil. I think they're a little – I mean, the bottom of this order, too, with Gomez, Frazier, Echeverria, I just – I think that this has got Clayton Kershaw just easy game locked in for him. But I think it's Lynn, and I think it's great tonight. Those are the two routes I would go. How about you, Chris? How would you approach these four games? Yeah, you and I are, no surprise, we're actually on the, the same page here. I, I think Sunny Gray is where I would go. I would look to just keep an eye on this weather between Minnesota and Milwaukee. Um, we're recording pretty early. There's, there's a chance, at least 76% chance of some precipitation. and But the wind is is – all over the place right now but i do feel like yeah wind's blowing in a lot too from where i see 17 miles yeah. an hour in 
that's where I think I see some of the offense coming from. I think from a cast standpoint, you could go Kershaw and these Reds bats. Like, they're going to be the same price. They're going to be cheap. We, we loved them in the first game. We love them against Mitch Keller in the second game. Just keep an eye on the lineup and how it's going to be a little bit different. But I wouldn't be surprised if if a lot of them just stick in that lineup. Like I said, the Reds are feeling it right now. Their offense is starting to heat up, and it's led by some of their stars. So that's where I'd go. 2.8 team implied total for the Mets. I agree with you. I think this is a Kershaw game. and. Um, don't I mean the Rangers have been hot but again against a lefty Tommy Malone I know he, he seems like eh, but his first start was actually pretty good and it came against Texas right he went five against Texas he only gave well, up see that's even more of the reason why I want to go at him I want to go at him it's the second time they're getting to see him so I would like to go te- some Texas bats you're 100 not only want the Texas bats but I want Lance Lynn I, oh I just, yeah sure yeah that's that's that. what I'm saying it's like I'm not so much for the Texas offense yeah but I think that they're gonna they're gonna win this game I I just feel like they are it's just Lance Lynn's been much better yeah he has been you know Seattle continues to scuffle and I I think that this is an opportunity there where you're looking for the secondary pitcher it's Lance Lynn with Kershaw or it's Sonny Gray who's even cheaper with Kershaw but with the crazy weather and stuff like that in Minnesota normally we'd be all over that offense not so much if this was in Milwaukee no. totally different story We'd be sure. getting out the pocketbook and, and paying all kinds of uh, all kinds of big prices, and we're probably <laughs> fine for that. But this is in Minnesota, and uh, you know, as much as I'd love to troll Geo, the weather looks spotty there, so we'll see yeah. how that one goes. All right. So speaking of on fire, Chris, this is the time where we call our shot, and we have been absolutely in fuego with this. So I'll start today. It's holiday. It's Matt Olson at home, mm-hmm. going yard against Trevor Cahill. That's right. Lock it up, Matt Olson is my pick to go yard today on the holiday. How about you, Chris? Who you got? I'm really going to test the waters and see how hot we are. I am going to go with Joey Votto. Oh, I love it. Look at you. Joey Votto getting nuts here against Kingham. Again, all the bad signs for Kingham. Like, he's he's just not good that good of a pitcher. And I was really on the fly here, Joe. I've kind of talked myself into it. Just left-handed bats. Um, listen to the slash line. It's 388, 464, 776 slugging and a 505 Woba. He's already allowed four home runs to lefties. Let's go Joey Votto. Go yard today, kid. I love it. Look at us. You're challenging yourself. I know. I really am. So I'm good. the waters, man. I, you're, getting, you're, getting a little, uh, you're getting a little overconfident. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But we're, like, we're, hey, at this point, I mean, who could say no to us? I just, just, I just want to hammer home the point that I think the Reds are going to have a big day. Well, the Reds, it's funny. They might be in last place, but they've, they're, I think, top four in terms of run differential. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's really just a matter of things have not worked out for them. And I think as long as they keep that up, they're going to eventually turn things around. And then you, they might be starting to do that a little bit here. All right. Betting-wise, Chris, what are you looking at today? So betting-wise, I mean, the Reds, <laughs> sticking with the Reds, why not? I, there's I, a theme today, I, boys and girls. There's a lot of, of favorites, a huge heavy favorites on the board today, like the Red Sox and the Washington Nationals. Uh, I think, you know, if you want to get in on some of the action, you're going to have to pick those teams like alternate spreads. You're going to have to pick them by two or three if you want to. I think, you know, you can get behind at least Boston by a couple runs. Um, I, I think we'll see a pitching duel in Chicago and, and Houston as much as we've kind of avoided those two teams or two pitchers rather, I think you can get behind the under nine in, in that game. The over in, in Colorado seems like a sure bet for 10, 10 runs there. I like the over nine runs in, in Chicago with the White Sox and the Royals. And I think this is an opportunity maybe to to jump on some underdogs. You want to take the Jays, the Jays against Tampa. I like their offense today. 
All right, there you have it. You can follow us on the Twitter machine at LineStar app, at JoePizzaPia17, and at Chris Meany. Have a great holiday, everybody. We'll be back again tomorrow, rock and rolling as always. Have fun. And again, take a moment to uh, be thankful for all of our men and women in the service and all that they've done for us here in the United States of America. That'll do it for us. There's only one thing left to do, Chris Meany, and that is step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany.